Hi, you are listening to The Zid and Fizz Show, a talk show for entrepreneurs, angel investors, and everyone else. Good morning, welcome, and enjoy the show. Here they are. Good morning, everybody. How are you doing? Great. 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 So, what are we what doing? Are we, what are we discussing today? Yeah, well, what would you like to discuss today? Because well, you're the master well, of discussions. I am the master. So <laughs> I had the brilliant idea after you guys <laughs> sent me an email <laughs> that I think that the summer should be light, less businessy conversations and more uh, fun conversations. And today is about cooking. Yes. Yes. Now, what does cooking have to do with entrepreneurship? Yeah, please. So I was on a panel with with a huge audience, and in my world, huge is under ten thousand. <laughs> uh, from anywhere from zero to ten thousand. Uh-huh. <laughs> and uh, I do. I always bring investing, entrepreneurship, all our world to cooking. You have ingredients. You have to get to know your ingredients. Your entrepreneur convertible note equity. Uh, bylaws, investments, angels, VCs, bridge rounds, IP <laughs> competition. That's These are the ingredients. <laughs> These are ingredients. Yes. And you have to cook them in some in a in a for a meal that is good. So the yes. same is for food. Yeah. So if you put the onions at the end, that's not right. going to work. Correct. <laughs> That's like I love it. I love and it. There are Great. no recipes for people who follow recipes. Yes. That's let's start with that. So this yeah. group, my, I feel I already feel it that this group is going to be cut in half. The people who follow recipes and yes. the people who don't follow recipes. Yeah. So let me try to guess which side are you on? Akash, where are you? Are you are you have you reached the point where you don't follow recipes? I think recipes are important. But, as Ziad said, the person who comes up with the recipe the first, again, did an amazing job. So, uh, so well, the recipes, yeah, the recipe. yeah, I have so much to say about this topic <laughs> that I'm going to let you speak. Yeah, and, and you, you do enjoy cooking, don't you, Akash? I do. It's very yeah. relaxing. Yeah, and, and uh, everything that Ziad said about all the elements that go into cooking are absolutely right on. And I believe, if I'm reading between the lines here, Ziad is implying, perhaps not, not so explicitly, but that there is a great deal of art that goes into, into cooking that beautiful meal that he's referring to. So um, I, I believe that there is... There is crosstalk here, crosswalk between cooking and entrepreneurship. Uh, and before I go any further, I want to make sure Ziad has a chance to say what he wants to say about it. Yeah, well, I have, I have a lot to say. So, number one, entrepreneurship, there's no recipe. Mm. Let's, let's agree. In cooking, there are recipes. Mm-hmm. And in baking... You can, it's hard to do it without recipes because yeah. in baking, you have to follow amounts and it's horrible. And then you, mm-hmm. you have to do it in ounces. And mm-hmm. let me test you guys first. Let's see sure. how many, 
how many ounces are in a cup? Oh, it's pretty simple. 16 ounces in a cup. 16 ounces in a cup. And how many pounds is that? Wait a minute. Are we on the metric system or on the... On the... <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the problem with baking. That's the right. problem with baking. It's impossible to figure things out. Right, um, exactly. And, and so, anyway, so, yes, there's no recipe for entrepreneurship. You have to understand the ingredients and then be creative and yeah. do what's right. And let me tell you something I learned from some French chefs. So they say the best recipes are the ones that you can some replicate easily because I've watched so many YouTubes and tried to follow so many techniques. And then it looks easy when the chef, the famous chef does it. But when you go home, it's practically impossible. So the, the good ones are the ones that you, you watch it, you go back and it's easy to do because they, they tell you all the tricks and they tell you the reality of it, not... They make themselves lo uh, uh, important. And uh, there's a famous chef now I've been following lately. His name is Jacques Pépin. Oh. He is fantastic. And the stuff, everything he does, he's doing it at home for home cooking, and you can replicate. Oh, wow. Um, and so that's, that's, uh, but so that's the whole recipe, no recipe. Well, I, I, I agree on the I agree on the baking part. Baking is very precise. If you're off by an ounce, if you're off by a teaspoon, you can make or break a baking dish. Now, on on entrees and other things that you cook with with taste in mind or with aroma in mind, I think there's a lot of leeway in there because remember, at the end of the day, what comes out of the pot or the pan is something that's designed to suit the taste of the people who are going to be eating it. So if you do this as a profession in a restaurant, you're trying to make sure that people get the experience that they want and they expect. At home, it's a completely different story. If you throw a bunch of things into a pot or a pan and then blend it with spices and herbs and things that are really tasty to you, I think all of these things go into play as the art of cooking. And I'm going to, again, I'm going to tie this back into entrepreneurship because as Ziad said, it is very true. Entrepreneurship is not a cookbook. There are many ingredients that make a great entrepreneurial experience, but the way that they get blended and the way that, that entrepreneurs are able to monitor what is actually cooking and being able to adjust various elements, whether it's the heat or the humidity or the pepper or the cayennes or whatever it is, these are all part of the art part of entrepreneurship. And I think that's what makes the whole thing enjoyable to watch, tasty at some point when there's an ROI. Uh, there's a lot of elements that go it's into... It's a game. It's absolutely because you could have all the perfect ingredients, but you're, I don't know, you're using a pot or a pan that's a different metal or that does not conduct heat the same way that the recipe or the chef that you've watched did or and and it's uh, you have to adapt you have to understand your tools True. and you have to understand when to use them when That's do right. you need a convertible note when do you need yeah. an equity round when do you need advisors when do you need a board when do you need to prepare for an m a an investment bank when yeah. do you need an ip lawyer all these things
all these things go into it. And by the way, you know, Ziad, you mentioned Jacques or any of the Michelin chefs that you enjoy speaking to or having having them over on your YouTube channel. Uh, but they didn't wake up one morning and become a Michelin star uh, chef. There's there's a lot of experience, a lot of experimenting that goes on behind the scenes. And I think once you see someone who has that spark, that essence in them of having done something in the past that is related to what they're doing today, or has at least that sense of curiosity and the tenacity, the grit, uh, to be able to make it through a startup experience, that's when you know you found that star, that chef, that brilliant entrepreneur. Absolutely. It takes, Absolutely. it takes a while to become good at this, oh, right? And then they spend years doing one thing like they spend years being i don't know the sauce guy the saucier <laughs> and then years as the salad guy and years as and then they develop their own let me tell you a funny story from yesterday so i was watching one of these chefs the, the guy i just mentioned and i grew i not grew up i spent the past 10 years you know when you mow the lawn or you're doing garden chores if you have a garden, they tell you that dandelions are the enemy. You have to cut them, mow them before they seed, and dandelions can spread like wildfire, and you start hating dandelions. And, <laughs> and yesterday, yeah. guess what? He was cooking dandelion as a salad. salad. Dandelions. <laughs> and that's amazing. Well, there's a lot of nut nutritional value in the dandelions. There yes. is. Yes, well, because we are conditioned, conditioned by, I don't know, the lawn and mowing companies to, right. to have the perfect lawn. You have to kill all the dandelions. And you're it's getting like, rid of your salad, your source of yes. fiber. <laughs> that's, Absolutely. A, that's amazing. So, so we, in, in preparation for this show, because we always spend at least, you know, several hours in preparation for these shows, I know that the two of you have come up with your favorite recipe that you like to share with the world. Tell me, Akash, wh what is one item that you really, really get a kick out of either baking or cooking? What, what is that one recipe that you want to tell the world you enjoy making? I think my favorite recipe would be scones. Scones? Uh, wait, wait, scones. wait, British, British scones British, or <laughs> I'm happy you made the distinction. Uh, definitely the British scones. Really? Uh, Ooh, yeah. five o'clock scones with tea. <laughs> exactly. Uh, okay. Well, what 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 all what what's so special about scones, and why do you enjoy making them? Across baking, there's a lot of similar elements: flour, eggs, butter. But when you look at scones, the way that you arrange them. And the way that you work with the dough, it's very different. Uh, and it's dough. a very fun but difficult experience. I do like the sound of it. I mean, dough, dough, you know, dough rings in my ears. Dough sounds like money. So are you going to tell us how to make scones? Yeah. Oh, right. What's the secret? What's the secret? The secret. There's, there's a few secrets. As I mentioned Yesterday, there's one with the way you cut the dough. There's ones in how you fold. But I believe to tie it back to what we were talking about, 
you only learn these secrets after a while. Oh, nicely done, Akash. (laughs) Nicely done. Well, I agree with you. I totally agree. You have to be a scone novice. No, you have to do like hundreds of scones, Mm -hmm. not of scones, Mm -hmm. hundred times baking scones. And then you start getting a feel for how you like them. I agree. You know, I, I believe, I don't know if you saw the Seinfeld episode where they had the, the soup guy, the soup kitchen guy, the guy who made amazing soup yep. at Seinfeld, yep. right? Yep. So I think I think what Akash is pointing out here is he probably wants to have a store that sells just scones. Just scones. They call them uni, I think uni stores. Like there's a store that sells just, Ecla- cupcakes. E- just cupcakes or eclairs yeah, yeah. or, yeah, yeah. or uh, um, like you've reached a level in society where... Where we don't, we only we need just a cupcake store. <laughs> we, because we because the cupcakes, God forbid, Yes. Oh my goodness. Now let's transition a little bit here. So we know that Akash is into scones. That's fantastic. What about you, Ziad? What's your What's your favorite pastime? Is it an entree or is it a baking? Okay. Can we Can what? we agree on something? Entree. Yes. So. I have some some ang- some pent up anger against some <laughs> established food nomenclature. Oh so, my God! Let's hear it. <laughs> so an entree. Yes. What does entree mean? It means enter. It means entrance. Yes. But somehow the main course in restaurants is called now an entree. Because it's sophisticated. It sounds French. It's, it sounds French, but it means <laughs> it means. Appetizer. So you have I'm an appetizer. A, I'm an American. I'm an yeah. American. I can use whatever language I want. It's like a chocolate croissant. Okay. <laughs> yes. A croissant is a crescent-shaped element. It looks yeah. like a crescent. So oh, yeah. a chocolate croissant has to be in the shape of a crescent. Uh-huh. Otherwise, it should be called a pain au chocolat if it's yeah. not in the shape of a crescent. Fascinating. So I have a Who long knew? list. <laughs> is this, is this going to be top 10 list of, of pet yes, peeves? I, no, of, of wrong things that uh, an Good. entree is, yes. is the appetizer. After that, you can it. say main course okay. or uh, plat principal or whatever you want to do, but not entree. We have entered a level of sophistication that our viewers, our viewers, our listeners, my apologies for the word. Our viewers. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not accustomed to. This is phenomenal. We're getting language lessons here from the great Ziad. This is fantastic. <laughs> so are you going to tell us? Are you going to tell us the recipe that you like to make the most or not? Well, I'll tell you. Let's start from the beginning. I'll tell you my favorite breakfast item, even though I have okay. multiple. Yeah. Two okay. things. Number one is perfecting the art of frying eggs. Most uh, people think yeah. that frying eggs is very easy. It's like Frying eggs is not easy at all if you have if you want to have the perfect fried eggs. Yeah. And then the other one is crepes. So crepes, C R E P E S, is the relative of the pancake from the French side, mm-hmm. and you can have it for breakfast or a dessert with lunch or dinner, and it's sort of halfway from between baking and cooking because I like to do it because I don't measure anything. I just put flour, eggs, uh, vanilla, uh, milk, 
tiny bit of salt, maybe a tiny bit of uh, uh, either oil or, or uh, butter, mix it. And then you need a special pan that's fairly flat, round and large. So you can make mm -hmm. these crepes, then you flip them. And then you put either powdered sugar or regular sugar or Oof. honey or maple syrup Oof. or oh, Nutella. So <laughs> you roll it. Yeah. And if you want to do it for dinner, you can put a, a, a banana in it with some sugar, roll it, and then take some brandy or grammani, sprinkle Ooh. it, and flambe oh it. <laughs> that would be called a, a crepe Suzette. <laughs> and it's... That it's very easy, but yet a bit difficult. Like you have to do it multiple yes. times. Oh, to absolutely. To perfect it. So I must have made, I don't know, 5,000 crepes over the past wow. 20 years. And uh, uh, and that is my favorite breakfast item. That's, br that's brilliant. So next to the scone shop that Akash will have, we'll have the crepes. Crepes? Is it crepes? Can I say it? Crepes? <laughs> Sorry, I'm American. Crep. Well, it doesn't the... matter. I mean, I'm American too, and I don't say the, the 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 word wrong. That's, that's true. That's very true. No, I love it. Actually, honestly, I'm telling you, I, I because I, it, oh, I know why. It's a it's it's crepe because there is an accent over the e, but it's not an a, so it's a crepe. Exactly, exactly. No, honestly, you, you created a Pavlovian effect as you were making the dish. I imagined it, Ziad, and I watched you doing it in my head, and I was starting to salivate. So, And I can actually smell it. Was there cinnamon? Did you put cinnamon in that? You can. That's the other thing that a French chef told me once. It doesn't matter. Do whatever you want. Like the whole right. point, should I put this? Should I put this? And you're always worried. Yeah. As uh, if you cook, most cooks are always worried. Am I doing things right? Am I doing things wrong? Should I add this? Should I add that? And yeah. then, and then people, especially the French chefs, they really season what they say. Do whatever you want. Who cares? <laughs> like, I love the French. <laughs> anything you want to. There's I no rules. It. You can yes. just mix and match. And if it tastes good. Yes. It tastes good. That's, it tastes good. That's, and that's the lesson there. You see, that's also tying back to entrepreneurship. The end result should taste good. The experience. See, you just created an experience just by describing what you were doing. That is also what an entrepreneur does. Creates an experience that either the investors or the customer or the acquirers want to pursue. Is that not yes. correct? Yes. And if, if if the entrepreneur is happy and yeah. the investors are happy, that's right. And the employees are happy. So we're moving from stake shareholder to stakeholders. Right. You want right. all the stakeholders. If you're that's being right. good for your environment, and who cares? I mean, cares? the multiple yeah. return and all that. If everybody's happy, it doesn't matter. Yeah, and, and no, you're I making agree. the world a better place. Now, are you are you not gonna ask me what my favorite? I am. Thing? I am. What, okay. <laughs> I'm trying to make the world better. <laughs> what's your favorite? I. I can't. Do we care? Uh, yes. no, tell me more about crepes, actually. Yeah. <laughs> okay, no, fast. Go for it. All right. Listen, guys, guys. I happen to have a passion for rice and bread. Believe it or not, Ooh. I love different kinds of. And especially basmati rice, right? I love all kinds of 
mixes the right. But I am going to talk to you today about bread because I love bread. And it's just an amazing thing, isn't it? It's almost like the scone situation, right? It's you take flour, you take salt, you take water, you add yeast, and then you add some other things into it. And magic happens. You know, these yeasts come to life and they start producing carbon dioxide and they create these bubbles inside of the flour. And then you fold it. And then you fold it and then you let it continue. It's like a living thing. And then all of a sudden the magic of baking, of, of cooking happens and you get this glazing effect. And all these amazing complex uh, reactions are happening and the aroma of bread. For me, that that is the essence of it. Bread. How's that? Oh, no, that's my audience. <laughs> yeah. Well, the bread bread is special because it requires patience. It does. And you I have, have to, a lot of patience. It yes. has to rise and it has That's to. Unfortunately, during yeah. COVID, yeah, every person and their mother and brother <laughs> posted bread. a video and making bread at home. So it's like That's true. I don't care. I don't want to see your bread anymore. <laughs> oh, yeah. I believe it's a two-day process, right? Yeah, it can. It can. If you let it, if you let it. And by the way, the other thing I also enjoy is I just want to emphasize the fact that there is a living creature that is producing a lot of the effects that we see in bread, and it's the yeast. The and we yeast. don't have enough respect for the yeast. We should respect the yeast. I, that, I agree. We found common ground. <laughs> Good. However, Good. you All can right. do... You can do fast rise yeast. You can you do can. bread with no That's yeast. True. You can do I know. all kinds of combinations. But, but Ziad, Ziad, again, back to entrepreneurship. You have to be patient. You can't, you can't make a bread rise in one second. You have to be patient. The egg, the egg that you put into your beautiful crepe, it didn't happen overnight. Chickens have to lay that egg. Everything requires time and patience mm -hmm. and perseverance. And, and by persistence. The way, by the way, it, it is time to wrap up our thoughts here because we've now come to another close of another episode and Akash kicked us off. So wait, let's wait, can I make bread. a plug if it's a cooking show? <laughs> yes, I'm so I'd like to plug and and you I'm now a fan and I support that company. It's a yeah. canned wine. So all the wine drinkers love wine in the bottle with a cork and all that. But Ooh. now there's a new trend called canned wines, wines in a can. And the company is called Archer Roos. Spell that. I spell that. Archer Roos, A-R-C-H-E-R space Roos, R-O-O-S-E. They won wow. all kinds of awards. Amazing company. Look it up. And it's great because if you feel like a glass of wine, you just want a glass, you open a can, yes. you're done. My favorite poem is a glass of wine, a loaf of bread, and thou. It's very romantic. You have to go into it. It's by Excellent. some guy named Omar Khayyam. That's right. So are you saying that the, that the wine will go with your crepe as well? Uh, yes. Well, they have yes. one. Okay. They have okay. a sparkly wine that would go perfectly with the crepe. The next and episode pasta. we should do pairing. <laughs> yes. Pairing. Yes. What do you eat? Totally, totally. So, so, so you you did a nice plug there, but now let's tie this all together. Your final thoughts on how people can become become more entrepreneurial 
through the art of cooking. What do you suggest? What's your final thought on this whole concept? ZI? I say focus, pick any ingredient, any fruit, vegetable, fish, chicken, and just obsess about that one ingredient. Mm -hmm. And when you feel you've you you've understood it then move to another one and another one and another one and you it will open up a whole world once you understand the ingredients and then when you start cooking you know naturally when to use which ingredient because you know it's needed for xyz the eggs are needed to bind the the, the flour together as cement and the yeast for it to rise and yeah. I mean, everything has a reason and has a purpose. All wow, that was so profound. <laughs> yeah, I exactly. love it. Uh, All right, so Akash. No, no, not yet. Akash, do you have a do you have a final thought? Everyone is invited to Ziad's house for crepes and fried egg. <laughs> Don't forget to bring the wine. Thank you for listening to the Zid and Fish Show. I hope you enjoyed it, learned something, and had a good time. Remember, you can send questions to talk at zidandfid.com. Until next time, bye-bye.